Hey, everybody. Oh, my God. Off to a good start. Jesus Christ. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Enemy Slime Podcast, episode number 44. I am your good friend, like a friend coming into your house once a week to greet you and say hello. It's me, Jared. And uh, I'm joined here, as usual, with Mr. Lucio Lorenzino. Hi, I'm going into your house, but it's not to greet you. He's not to greet you. He's going. He. I'm distracting you with a greeting while Lucio sneaks into the back, and you know who knows what he does back there. Uh, we also have birthday boy. I want to just take a moment to to point that out. Birthday boy, Mr. J. Joseph. Um, forty-four is a bad luck number in Japan. Well, you're not forty-four. I'm not forty-four. But much but like Ryu, he's turning fifty. Yeah. 40, okay. So. See, that like cut out, and no one needs to know my real age. You just need to know that I'm like a vampire. Jay's 44. Six, or maybe. 64, like the Nintendo. Like, that's a, that sounds right. I played the Nintendo 64, so therefore I must be 64. So, on that's, this on this day, 700... On my sixth or fourth 700 birthday. days ago, Jay was born, and we just want to take a minute to congratulate him on being born. And uh, off. all the hard work that is entailed in that process. So it was hard for someone. Nobody Maybe ever acknowledges the plight of the baby. You know, the baby has a tough time too. He's got to figure yeah. out how to get out of there. So anyway, they yeah. like reap you out and <laughs> yeah, so, the baby doesn't have a lot of choices, but it's still, it's <laughs> yeah. it's stressful. Now, also with us once more is Doug Wilson. Yep, that's me, and I was also born, but not today. Yes, Doug. Doug is also a pro at being born, but was not born today, so it's pretty good. Uh, shit, guys, this has been. And I was saying before we started, even uh, this is going to be a crazy couple of weeks. So let's. I mean, let me talk a little bit about PAX because that is starting this week on Thursday, and I'm getting ready to fly out right now to Seattle. So. Full disclosure, I am probably not going to spend a lot of time on this podcast. It is going to be uh, as raw and uncut as the beefiest porn star that you don't want to watch, whoever that might be. When you get up to PAX, I hope you say hi to Tabe and Geico. I'm definitely going to say hi to Tabe and Geico. <laughs> I'm going to greet both of them. Uh, and there is so much other shit that I'm going to have to do when I get there. I've pretty much made it so... Every day of PAX, I don't have... Like, at first I thought, oh, this is going to be really cool because I'm going to go to PAX and I'm going to get to, like, see a panel and, uh, you know, watch, watch like, a fun little video or something while I'm there. Maybe I can watch uh, uh, Tabe or whoever draws the comic. I'll watch him draw the comic. But I don't get to do any of that shit. I've effectively been booked out all four days to just talk to people about games. So... It's uh, it should Sounds be terrible. It, it's even just setting it up. I'm not even there yet. And I'm like stressed out about it. Like even just getting it set up was stressful as shit because everybody, everybody waited until like the last few days to send out their emails. So I got like this steady trickle of emails and I completely booked out the calendar. And then all of a sudden, like three days before all the AAA developers start sending their emails and they're like, hey, where can you fit us in? Uh, and don't forget the most important one that you had to choose between, which was Adult Swim, and you didn't choose it, so that means you're going to miss Amateur Surgeon 4. I did not. That's right. So with this busy schedule and being the only one who will be there, 
sometimes we have to say goodbye to certain people and Adult Swim just happened to not quite make that cut. So, sorry, Adult Swim. If this was any other convention, you would probably be a choice booth to, to visit. Uh, but a gaming convention, maybe maybe not the one. So, uh, I'll do my best to make it by there. But God only knows. I, I booked out all my appointments with, like, 15 minutes for travel time on the exhibition floor. And I have a feeling that's either going to be way too much or not even remotely enough. So mm. I'm either going to spend a lot of time running to places or a lot of time with nothing to do. So that's pretty exciting. I'm pretty stoked. <laughs> so yeah, lots of suspense happening there. Uh, we will definitely have some PAX coverage while we're there. I don't really use Twitter all that much, but maybe I'll post some tweets. Uh, we'll, we'll do maybe what we did at E3. We'll just do like enemy packs for a hashtag or something like that. Uh, if there's something that you want, to us to cover or, or see while we're there you know let us know tweet tweet it at us and I'll, I'll go out and i'll track it down whatever it is you just you just tell me and i'll do the rest does anybody does anybody on the call have a request what do you want what do you want jared to go do for you at pax well i really wanted amateur surgeon four, but i guess that's not happening <laughs> i mean it's not off the table completely it's just on a different table a table that i'm unlikely to visit that's it. I, I I already told you what I want from you, and you need to make it happen. What was that? I told you to get me that Robin Girl thing poster. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, I, well, it's not too late. We don't know. It might be. It you could happen. Boot it up. I'm gonna do what I can. Uh huh. I'm gonna work some magic. It's his birthday. This is birthday, for God's sake. I like pretty girls done in the form of art. If you didn't know that from before the podcast started. Yeah, no, I I had heard that. I, you I had just, heard that, or had you seen that? That's the that's the rumor uh, about you. I, I have some video game news. What you what you got, son? Okay, so I'm gonna get a tattoo for my birthday, and you didn't play Infamous Two. You played Second Son, which isn't the same thing as Two. It's a different thing. But Infamous Two, they have a saying that goes half as long, twice as bright. Now, here's the problem I found. My problem is I found that it's also innuendo, and I'm discovering this just recently. Um, really? When I made yeah. that joke? Yeah, well, you're not the only one. I, I mean, I'm just saying. Is that what you're getting tattooed on you? I'm getting that tattooed on me. Half as long, twice as bright. So take it to me and what you want. Where, uh, I, I think <laughs> I think the, the bodily location is really what's going to determine a lot of the meaning. It, it might determine a lot of the meaning. Where are you, think you, where are you thinking? Um, the chode? Somewhere, somewhere on my body. Yeah. Right. Maybe I just get him to sketch it in a book, and I can say I got the tattoo. Right in between the the sack and the uh, the um, you know, the frenulum, the sphincter. I thought they called that the gooch. No, in between the sack and the frenulum, we actually call that the penis. I'm pretty sure. Uh, no, no, that's not wrong. <laughs> I'm not a penis expert, but uh, I did my. That's that's all the knowledge I have of that. All right, that's news. Anyway, has anything else of, of note happened? It hasn't. It's. I feel mm -hmm. like it's been a crazy it's, week, but I feel like Twitch. it's Smash Bros. Twitch. Oh, Twitch is Twitch is big, and so is Smash Brothers. Let's talk about Twitch first. So uh, we actually reported about this, uh, you know, a month or two ago, that it was looking very, very likely that Google was going to acquire Twitch, and it was a move that made sense because. It had kind of some loose connections to the service from, you know, back with YouTube and stuff like that. Uh, but it looks like they've pretty much abandoned that plan. I mean, at this point, it, they've definitely abandoned that plan. 
and have instead chosen to sell themselves, sell their sweet, sweet service to Amazon, which, I, if I'm remembering correctly, I think it was just under a billion dollars yeah. that Amazon paid for the service. So I did some research on this. Uh, and this is not by any way an official statement on confirmed, but the rumor is that Google backed off because of um, they were afraid of that it was going to be approved, and they couldn't they couldn't agree of who was going to pay um, the fees if the deal fell through. Mm, interesting. Uh, listen, what did you say? You said that this is an unofficial statement, but you're a video game journalist by all accounts, so basically anything you say is true. That's true. I don't need to do research. That's actually the most official statement that I've heard today. I mean, yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> I mean, like I said, now, you know, the, story, the, the stories that I read that had this were in financial magazines, now, now to make and they had super. no sources. They had unnamed sources which is you to, know. Make, to make the statement super official all you have to do is sleep with someone from google oh god i mean oh I god what now I, I didn't say anything wrong <laughs> now now i'm definitely gonna have to cut this shit up <laughs> oh that's what i get for I, that's what i get for celebrating with the birthday boy on the podcast yeah. Listen, no one slept with anyone they were just roommates that was just my light suggestion <laughs> you know yeah, what you know what <laughs> fuck it i'll leave that in whatever <laughs> Why not? Well, we'll let the public enjoy our enjoy our timely our timely jokes about sex. No. Anyway, it, the, it happens everywhere. It happened in the White House. I think the issue here sex does is that everywhere. I'm not actually a journalist, so I actually do care about getting sources. Yeah, <laughs> that's the trick. As, <laughs> as soon as you as soon as you get that degree from from your college, you just it just goes out the window. You're like, well, there we go. <laughs> Time to go get some free stuff. Wonder what wonder what kind Time of to get laid. <laughs> wonder what kind of free stuff and getting laid I can get today. Yeah, that's uh that's journalism, ladies and gentlemen. And mm-hmm. and we at Enemy Slime practice journalism every day, super hard. Every day. Every so day. We are sometimes twice a day. We are doing our absolute best to get as much free shit as possible and then just cash out and be on our way. So, if you have free shit that you would like to send us, <laughs> reach out to us at contactedenemyslime.com. We are now accepting all all free shit. Whatever, if you've got it and it's free, we're going to we want it. So, I already went through the local classifieds and found anything marked as free and I went and got all that stuff, but I'm ready for more. I mean, I you to, act like this is I the worst to cash on encounters and Craigslists. You act like this is the worst we've never done on the podcast and one time we mentioned like the holocaust a thousand times yeah but we cut that out oh we cut that out man. this is i already they said don't know that, they don't know that we're hardcore oh people. i'm sorry i didn't know you were hitler <laughs> oh man this well, is this po- this podcast you know, is from argentina this is gonna be like like a greeting from me and <laughs> it's gonna be 20 minutes and then a closing <laughs> i'll maybe i'll maybe put doug in there he's been pretty safe for the majority of this I'll get a couple. Right, I love Hitler. Oh God! <laughs> oh damn it! I ruined it. <laughs> you messed that up. Well, perfect. All right. You know what? Fuck it. It's it's going out there just like it is. It's perfect. See, the problem here is you said you're barely going to have any time to cut this podcast twice. So now, what? So what that means to you is that you should make it as difficult to cut as possible. <laughs> because because why not? Because that's Jay. Let's talk about Nintendo, should we? 
Um, so anyway, I, I still not finished with the whole Twitch thing. So what happened with Twitch now? Well, so so as we said, uh, 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 so yeah. like all of the YouTubers were worried about the whole because you know there was a kind of an exodus from YouTube to Twitch once they started with the whole content and everything. So of course, you know, Google said we're going to buy um, Twitch, and now everybody's you know having all this. Uh, Basically, there were conspiracy theories at that point that you know content that he was already on Twitch and he was you know taking people's videos down and. Well, it didn't. It didn't help that Twitch had been doing stuff with their video on demand and uh, making some changes to that, and so I think that kind of just helped some rumors snowball and yep. m- made a situation maybe a little bit worse than it than it could have been. But uh, I, I don't know. It's still not. It's not that bad. Like, it, but yeah, there there was a lot of speculation that the content ID would would continue over if Google purchased the service. but And it's important to know with the Amazon deal, uh, Twitch has made it pretty clear that they're going to you know, maintain their same kind of policies that they've always had, their same leadership. Uh, uh-huh. they're, they're supposedly not going to be making uh-huh. any changes to the structure of the organization. That's at least the promise uh-huh. that they make. <laughs> no, exactly I mean, yeah, it's totally going to, uh, it's totally going to happen, man. They will. Uh-huh. This, this is rampant speculation, and uh, and I won't stand for it. I mean, you know, it is kind of my job to look into these things, and uh, yeah, no, they're totally going to keep... I mean, no no other company makes a promise when they get bought out. Well, uh, yeah, and I mean, when you when you <laughs> sell your company for just under a billion dollars, like it's, it's, there's probably going to be some uh, upper-level management exits coming pretty soon, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. They're going to say that they're resigned, that they're retiring. Yeah. They're going to move so, on to know. new projects. Right. Or maybe they're going to be offered the job at Amazon and then exit. All so, more, yeah. Don't, all the more I mean, power to them. They can go live on an island. I mean... What the fuck do they care? <laughs> yeah. The, they'll dry their tears on their $100 bills. <laughs> it sounds good to me. I won't, I won't, uh, I won't cry too much about it. Um, I mean, you shouldn't. This is kind of, I guess this is good news for everybody, except for maybe for Google. <laughs> but, I, uh, I think, I think Google's going to be fine. I have a feeling. Well, you know, they have, they still have a billion dollars. You know, they're the little company that, something else. they're the little company that could. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I think I think even though you know Google's future is in question very frequently, <laughs> I I think this was their last ditch uh, effort into relevancy, and there it's done, it's over. It was this, it was this or the self-driving car, and yep. uh, but Google, so Google's over. Let's hope. Well, you got to do something when the military shuts down your jobs. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Um, shit, Smash Brothers. Did you guys see this shit? Well, I didn't. I heard. I heard shit. I didn't see shit. Some fool went and leaked the whole Smash Brothers roster. Oh really? I didn't know that was the news. I know that. that uh, yeah. Let me, let me check it up. Let me yeah. look it up. He went ahead and he he. Now I don't. I don't have a list of who was unannounced, but I can. I'm looking at the roster right now, and I can probably pick them out. Um, notable There's... people that I think we didn't know would be in the game. Uh, Shulk. From mm-hmm. Xenoblade will be there. Uh, have they revealed Ganondorf? Yeah. Did they? I think, maybe. Well, he's there. Um, I mean, did anybody think he wasn't going to be there? I 
I thought I thought they might get rid of him because I mean he's just a Captain Falcon clone. Who cares? You can get rid of that. But he's matter. a cool Captain Falcon clone. I guess it's for the cool kids, man. Um, only the only nerds use Captain Falcon. Who else? Uh, the so I, I think the most notable character addition is the Duck Hunt dog. Oh my God! Yes, I've been mean, I've been waiting to beat the shit out of that dog for thirty years. <laughs> And the dog, it looks like, has um, ducks, it would seem, that he attacks with? Is that what's going on there? I have no idea. Man. He, like, he like has ducks on his back, and he uses them. Kind of, I, I, I guess maybe the comparison would be like Olimar and, and the way that Pikmin work. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, I didn't even look. Is Olimar? Yeah, he's there. Um who else? So I was Aren't thinking you? no. I was thinking no reputable news source. Baby Bowser or Bowser Junior. Go ahead and link, uh, you know, the lake, and then here it is on every news source. Yeah, no, everybody pretty much just uh, went ahead and jumped right in that. Yeah. Um, and you know, I mean, once it's out, it's out. So I guess the theory is that you may as well just get some hits off of it and keep going. Uh, it looks like so. So far, excluding like DLC, because Nintendo, so maybe maybe to sidestep real quick, Nintendo also announced today that they were doing some Mario Kart DLC that's actually pretty crazy. It's not the Mercedes stuff. They're going to be doing 16 new levels, mm-hmm. so, so four new cups. Uh, they're going to be introducing characters that include Link and a number of, uh, of the creatures from Animal Crossing. So... This will be the first time that somebody from another Nintendo franchise popped up in Mario Kart. That's that's a pretty huge thing. I think in the entire, maybe with the exception of like Diddy Kong in in Double Dash, like I, I think this is the first time that uh, another Nintendo IP managed to leak its way into that game. I guess the big thing is these are all being added through via DLC. Here's where my train of thought was going. Smash Brothers could very well get some character DLC too as well. It looks like Nintendo might be considering wading a little bit into those waters and seeing what kind of stuff they can get out of it. So the characters that we know are missing from this roster are Snake, uh, Lucas. So, I, mm-hmm. But I think Ness is there, right? So everything's fine. I saw Ness. I'm not sure if he was part of the league or if he's in a lounge. I think probably the biggest absence is the Ice Fuck Climbers. Fuck. Fuck Ice Climbers. Yeah, Ice Climbers are gone. And uh, Star Wolf is Star Wolf. gone as well. Uh, Dr. Mario is there as a clone. Um, Dr. Mario. Dark Pit <laughs> is there as a clone. Dark Pit, really? Dark Pit. Let's just make him a palette change. And Dark Pit. Like the Dark Link. Uh, let's see, what else? Uh, Alf from Pikmin 3 is going to be there. Uh, he's just an alternate costume for Olimar. Uh, Shulk. I thought it was Alf from the 80s TV show. He got my hope. Yeah, up. that's what I want. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's the other Alf. That was a day one purchase almost. Um, <laughs> Shulk is there. Uh, Bowser Jr., that's the one I forgot. I, I thought it was Baby Bowser, but I guess they're different. Is there no such thing as a Baby Bowser? No, it's Baby Bowser, Bowser Jr. Bowser. It's Bowser Jr. So baby, baby Bowser is Bowser when he was a baby. So Baby no. Bowser is just a baby version of Bowser. No, that's Bowser Jr., man. So is Bowser Jr. Baby Bowser? No, no Bowser Jr. No, is, Bowser is, Bowser is one of Bowser's Koopalings. baby. No, Bowser Koopalings. Jr. is Bowser's baby, and Baby Bowser is Bowser as a baby. How can you tell the difference between Bowser Baby and Baby Jr.? Because we're real gamers, unlike you. 
no, yeah. no, no, no. I'm, I'm not. Website I, anymore. The question I wasn't. Play, the, I play. I play video games. That's how I know. The question wasn't how can you tell. The question was how would I, if I wanted to increase my knowledge, how would I be able to tell the difference between the two? Oh, no, oh they're lizards. So you have to go in the cloaca to find out the, if they're babies or not, and then sex the, them. The mouse in Bowser Junior is different from Bowser's. Is it because? Is it? Is it? He's got this bib. Bowser Junior appears to. Um. Is that the big difference? Is that he's always wearing this bib? He's a baby. He doesn't have, he don't know how to eat properly. No, he's not a baby. He's Bowser Jr. Baby yeah, Bowser Jr. is a baby as well. So is Bowser Jr. a baby? Bowser Jr. is not a baby. Bowser and Bowser, Bowser, Bowser Jr. is one of the toddler, I would say. How? Bowser Jr. is not wearing a bib either. He's wearing a smock. <laughs> no, that's a bib. That's a straight up bib. I'm like, although he, here he is painting, and the bib is protecting him from the paint. So and that's all the smock. Yeah, but it looks like a bib. Uh, but it's not a bib. Okay, I'd say he's a toddler. So just to clarify, Baby Bowser Jr. is going to be in Smash Brothers, uh, and it was leaked by a mysterious man who uh, supposedly, and this is totally unconfirmed and quite possibly not true at all but supposedly so definitely a, a fact supposedly it was an employee who leaked it and uh, nintendo already figured out who and has taken action against them but we don't we don't have any way why reggie why um but yeah that's that's the latest development there i think so i i guess the question that i would ask to you guys is what, what do you think that's the smash brothers roster well are you happy I, I, yes i'm happy because lucina was announced and that's all i wanted you know what? I'm going to buy it just because the dog is in it. Not because I want to play as a dog, but because I want to beat the shit out of that dog. I thought you said because Doug was in it. And I'm like, Doug's not in it. I, I mean, know, Doug's knees can be in it. They approached now, me, but we now couldn't let's talk about the most controversial. Let's talk about the most controversial part of Smash Brothers. And that's going to be Samus wearing her yoga pants and uh, sports bra. I thought it was It's not even a yoga pants or sports bra. It's a freaking tank top and a shorts. It's not, it's not sexy. Like uh, so, Samus. If you're just joining us, Samus received a alternate costume, and I I love. There's something about the way Sakurai wrote this, but when Sakurai posted it on the site, he went ahead to make sure that he noted that the design had just been completed by one of the female members of his staff. Uh, and where did she complete it in 2004 when we first saw it? I don't know if you know this, but if a female makes it, it can't be sexist anymore. Um, what else happened this week? I think as far as news goes, that's pretty much it. So we got we got packs coming up. We got uh, uh, the Smash Brothers leak. We have Amazon buying Twitch. Um, there were the denial of service attacks for like every online service that existed. Uh, yeah, the the boys over at Lizard Squad they're taking credit for most of it, um, but who knows what's really going on in a lot of cases, but. Two kind of crazy things. I, th- I think they took down. I think they tried to take down Xbox Live, but didn't succeed. They definitely took down PSN, and even tonight, PSN is still having issues. Uh, they took down BattleNet several times. I got kicked out of games I was playing on on BattleNet a couple times. Um, and what else? Oh, they called in a bomb threat on an airplane, which is a pretty big no no. Yeah. Not called in. I got in trouble for saying called in. They tweeted a bomb threat because that's the world we live in now. You don't even have to pick up the phone to threaten someone with an explosive. Do that, can like high school students tweet their school? Oh Hashtag gonna blow up or something? 
I mean, there's there's probably. I'm sure that you could. I, I I would imagine that tweeting something like that probably still has the same repercussion as picking up a phone and dialing and, and making that phone call. Right? It should be the same. Yeah. Equally equally serious. I mean, if you're taking it as serious, then the repercussion should be the same one. Well, this yeah. and so I mean, the airlines took this threat seriously enough that they redirected the flight. Who I didn't mention, the president of Sony uh, Entertainment Online was on the flight. So uh, you know, it was. It was pretty crazy. I mean, you know why? Well, nobody can really explain why these these attacks in general have really affected the people using the service more than anybody else. Like, no PSN didn't go down, and everybody was like, "Well, I'm returning my PlayStation." You know, Sony still has the subscription money that they've made from it. I, I can't imagine that an outage like this has a huge impact on, I mean, I'm sure it does affect people buying stuff in the store and stuff like that. But I mean, the people that this, this kind of stuff really hurts are just the people who want to play the games. Yep. So that's, that's pretty weak. Not, not cool guys. Knock it off. So yeah, I was fighting the old King and I couldn't summon any phantoms assholes. Thank you. Wait, did you, is, is that a reference to dark souls? Demon souls. Oh, demon souls. Okay. I was I was gonna say, did you get around to that DLC? But I think nobody here has played the DLC yet. Waiting till September and then I will. I Bullshit! I don't even, You're never I don't gonna even play. Have uh, Dark Souls two? Yeah, well, so you're real off the grid then. Yeah, definitely, so, definitely not. I, but the second DLC I, actually. I, I don't have it so hard okay. that I went back to finish Demon Souls. Hey, I have a question. Yeah. Would you put something in your mouth not knowing what it is? Would I put something in my mouth not knowing what it is? Yeah. Um, for money or just in general? No, because I've been chewing on this weird bottle cap for, like, the last 20 minutes. I realize I don't know where it came from. Like, you don't know what beverage it came off of? I don't think it came from a beverage. It tastes more like ointment. Oh, <laughs> that's probably not good. I mean, most ointments are probably okay to ingest, so I think you're okay. If you're just asking if I would do that just out of nowhere, I, I would like to think not, but I'm sure that there are probably scenarios where I found myself chewing on something that i shouldn't have been chewing on i should probably stop putting stuff in my mouth yeah don't uh don't pick things up and put them in your that's like that's a pretty early childhood rule that, that your parents should have gotten you know kind of done with right off the bat especially if it's junior knows long, that. twice as bright did you have did you have pets growing up jay in the house uh i have i had i i've never stopped having pets so i mean especially with kids and especially if you got cats with with the litter box you got to teach them real quick not to pick things up and put them in their mouth or or else, you know, the kid's going to eat gravel. I mean, the real answer here is they shouldn't have cats. Yeah, that would be the next solution. Just don't have cats. I guess you could really head the whole thing off of the past by just not having children. No, cats. Then you don't have to teach the children anything if they don't exist. I mean, cats are just bad. Do you do you seriously have like a like an issue with cats? <laughs> Honestly, uh, I have more an issue with cat people. But Tell, yes. why? What what happened to you and cats? Nothing. I just Where hit did cat, the cat touch you. You just decided that you don't like cats. No, uh, I got annoyed by cat people so much that I decided that I hate cat people and by extension cats. Now is Baby Bowser a cat? No, he's a baby Bowser. But is is he a junior? Is he a cat person? <laughs> Wait, he probably is. You know, I didn't even really think about this. I should look this up on the wiki. And is Sonic the Hedgehog a cat? Sonic the Hedgehog is a hedgehog. It even says oh, it in his name. Which, Bubsy. Which, Bubsy is a cat. 
Bob no, Chief. it's a bobcat. A bobcat is different from a cat. Yeah, it's pretty much That's the true. same. Let's well, see. Lucio has no problem with bobcats. No. He has no problem with, like, lions or jaguars or see, lynxes. So you can own house a... Cats, house cats and people who, who own them. That's my problem. Hey, do, you, would you, do you like house cats that are feral, which are just kind of feral cats? That's not necessarily stay away from me, yeah. Not to be confused with Bowser Jr. I can't find their ages. Hmm. Do they even have ages? I don't know. Is there? Is there? Obviously, there is time in the Mushroom Kingdom because there's a, a baby iteration of everybody. So clearly, well, you know what? We're video game journalists. We can make this up. No, we can't make this up. Yeah, let's Bowser's just Bowser's 35 go ahead years old. New new canon. <laughs> Bowser Bowser is the 35 year old iteration. Uh, let's just say baby Bowser. He looks like he's maybe like. Five. He's five. No, he throws a lot of tantrums, so he's two. And uh, Bowser Jr. He can be. He could be twelve. Yeah, yeah that's all right. God, like no, no resistance whatsoever on that one. Nailed it. He's twelve. Yes, he's no 12. doubt, no doubt about it. I mean, if you play uh, one any of the uh, the S Mario's, you know that. That's true. Just kind of uh, a shed head. So yeah, twelve is all right. So Jay, you're the one who's been playing games all week. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I have to say, just based off hearing, you know, uh, disconnected stories about it, I'm most curious how you're faring with Akiba Strip. Okay. Akiba's, Akiba's Trip. Akiba's Trip or Akiba's Strip? I don't really one, know. One or the other. I'm not sure what exactly they want me to say. I think it's Akiba Strip. It looks like it's separated between the A and the S, so Akiba's Strip. Okay. Akiba. Or is it Akiba? Akiba. the Japanese guy that we used to have where, where, Yeah, where's Michael? Um, he's, I mean, he's probably at the zoo where he works. There's an elephant crisis. There's an elephant crisis. He got called in. There's an uh, ele- elephant emergency. And he's the only guy who can solve the case. So when I got Akiba Strip, I basically thought it was just going to be one of these Japanese exploitation hack and slash games. Because they like to do that. They like to say, here's the sexy thing, or you are the sexy thing, and beat up other sexy things, and that's just the game. And they usually last one or two hours, and then that's the game. Uh, but Akiva Strip is totally different. It's uh, No, it's not totally different. It's very different, in a sense, in that it lasts a lot longer. <laughs> so in Akiva Strip... Uh, you are a kind of nameless guy that the default name is Nanashi, so I just called him Nanashi. And you wake up in a weird factory and you find out that, um, you know, he answered a want ad that was like, if you come and do crazy illegal experiments with us, then we will pay you for the rest of your life in uh, PVC figures. So you wake up and it's like, man, you, you are greedier than most people, so you took well to the treatment. And they turn him into something called a synthester and synthester are people that are completely materialistic and they're kind of like uh, vampires and they're kind of going out um, doing evil deeds because they can and you're special because you're a little more dimwitted and a little more uh, greedier than most so you can break the programming of most synthesters and some girl saves you by uh, letting you drink her blood and it's like okay now we have to go out into Akiba and uh and kill other synthesters. And the way you kill synthesters is you have to strip them naked. So you have to rip off their pants. You have to rip off um, whatever shirt or blouse or whatever they're wearing. And you have to uh, rip off their headgear. And this completely exposes them to the sun. 
and it destroys them. But the problem is they can do the same thing to you. They can strip you as well. Um, they can strip whatever party members with you. And if you're not careful, you can accidentally strip your party member as well. So, um, I guess what surprised me in this game is there's a lot more kind of uh, RPG elements in it than I thought there would be. You know, there's like different gear you can equip on them. Um, your weapons are all sorts of household items. So right now I'm using a computer monitor as a weapon because it's the strongest thing I have. Um, and you have a group of friends. I forget what they call themselves. It's something like uh, the Freedom Fighters of Akiba or whatever. And it's basically a bunch of friends that you grew up with. And they just kind of keep you around. Not necessarily because they like you, but kind of out of obligation that you grew up with all of them. So you guys go around patrolling Akiba, making sure danger doesn't happen, and beating up uh, synthesters. Um, so when, when the time comes to strip folks... Yes. Are you just doing it on the touch screen or like what are you is it like a turn-based stripping combat or like what are you doing? How are you So there's no touch screen because I guess it's for PlayStation 3 as well. Mm-hmm. Um and combat it actually bothers me a little bit. You have to target each piece of their body. Uh it's mapped to a specific button. So the default is triangle um circle and X. So triangle is the head, circle is the body. And then X are the uh, pants, and that will rip it off. Um, you can block, you can, um, you know, you have to enter combat mode, or you can get out of it by pressing the left trigger. Um, and then square was generally to jump, but, you know, these, these controls kind of feel awkward, especially if you, I guess, sure if you're a Westerner, it's like for some reason they always map buttons differently, like always usually select in. Uh, Japanese games, and it's like mm-hmm. cancel in English, you know, in Western games, all that kind of stuff. So the controls, the default controls, feel kind of very unnatural, and since it's very active combat, um, that's a bit of a problem. And you can go to a different controller setup, but you can't remap the buttons. Um, so that's kind of been an issue for me. So you just have to keep in mind what button targets which, and you have to strip off all their clothes. So you can pound on the head for a little bit, with the triangle button, you can pound on the pants for a little bit with the X button, and then you have to hold the corresponding button to properly uh, rip off their clothes. And if you do well, if you get kind of a beat going, and if you've like deteriorated enough clothes on enough people, then you can go into kind of a little bit of combo mode where you're just like pressing the buttons in real time. It's kind of like a quick time event or whatever, and he'll just jump to the next character. He'll rip off whatever corresponding thing. And ultimately, you can work out up to, like, an ultra combo if you're really lucky and rip off that person's underwear. Um, and keep the underwear for yourself, because that's how that works. Uh, <laughs> now, I let's ask the important questions here. Is, is the game censored, or are you going to get to see everything? Um, I haven't gotten the chance to rip off underwear yet. I just know you can do it. So I haven't seen anyone's bits um, I would like all the progressives out there to know that's very equal opportunity because right now I've stripped a lot more men than I have women. So I want to put that out there. I mean, who hasn't? I mean, does, it, it doesn't use the rear touchpad at all, does it? It doesn't It doesn't use any of the touch controls whatsoever. I just wonder if maybe it uh, had like a sensor or something back there that when it felt you, like felt you touch it, it was like, oh, this guy's going to want to strip a lot of dudes. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Give yeah, it doesn't have any touch controls, and it also um, disables your network access. So, you oh, know, really? 
Yeah, so that's kind of weird. Um, so, so there's no, like, getting people naked leaderboard? No, no getting people naked leaderboard. Now, what I, I know is when... you'd be ashamed to play this, so it turns off the network so no one can see that you're playing. I actually am ashamed to play it. You know, I'm, I don't like playing this around other people, and that's basically the only time I have to play it. Have, um, have you explained it to someone him. yet? I have not explained it to anyone yet, and I'll probably keep it that way. <laughs> that I got They're vampires, and the only way I can kill them is to take their clothes off. There. It makes sense if you think about it. If a vampire is out there and he's wearing a biker jacket and a biker helmet and keeping completely covered, it's like, how am I going to kill this vampire? I'm going to take his fucking clothes off. You know. All right. So listen, with with no, it is a keep. It is Occupus trip because the side says trip. And the cover says strip. So it's Occupus. I don't, I don't understand at all. Well, he's going on a trip to get people to strip. I mean, it's pretty obvious that they wanted you to see with the logo that like the letters look like they're merged a little bit. Because um, if you just look at the cover of the game, you could definitely read it either way. And obviously the game is about stripping people down naked. So, I mean, there's some pretty clear intent here. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Just, I just love that we decided that portable would be the choice, the choicest way to play this game. Yeah. I mean, I, and I had a lot of free time. And then today I found out that, um, the Vita is more popular than you would think with the ladies. Cause they always want to stop and talk to you about it. And I'm like, let me in this conversation before they ask me what I'm currently playing. Uh, I don't <laughs> want to go there. Now, speaking of all that, um, Akiba's trip, Akiba's trip, Akiba's, thing that game that game game. so it has um a couple of little bonuses so there's like kind of um a reddit like chat inside of the game um you know just kind of random message boards that's called chitter or or pitter no it's called pitter um and i can tell the localizers did a lot of research because it feels like i'm on an actual internet message board oh yeah all right so so anyway i Akiba's trip. I've been having fun with it so far. Uh, the control, the buttons do feel a little awkward to me. Like that co- kind of correspondence to each part of the body. Um, so it's going to take some getting used to. But it's fun. It's got kind of like a, a little bit of a quirky storyline. It doesn't take itself too seriously, but just seriously enough that you can continue with the game. Um, it's definitely surprised me. It's not at all what I was expecting. I was kind of ex- like I said, I was expecting a very fast kind of mindless romp. And it's turning into something a bit deeper than that. Like, there are character relationships. Each of your friends in the Freedom Fighters, you know, you can romance the ladies, uh, hang out with the dudes, whatever. You can go and train in a coliseum and, um, you know, fight for continued bonuses. There's a ton of different shops to buy different clothing for yourself and different weapons. Uh, Like I said, you and your party members can be stripped by other enemies. Um, So there's kind of a lot more going on under the hood than I initially thought. Hmm. I mean, it's a uh, it's an intriguing concept at the very least. This isn't this isn't like a series or this is the first game of this nature, right? Or is, is I feel this, like that's wrong. I feel like there was um, one is before. A, is this an ongoing yeah, it sounds thing? Like there was another one. Yeah, I think there was. A, I think there, I think this is actually the sequel to one. So it did well enough that another one decided to surface. Yeah, that's that's typical. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my boy japan do you want to tell us a little bit about danganronpa you're the only one who's been playing shit this week everybody else has just been sitting around with this is payback for last week where i didn't pay, play anything 
Yeah, and I, I guess we, we probably won't talk about it on the podcast because we kind of did talk about it last week, but uh, not only have you been playing the latest entry in the Danganronpa series, but you also played uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. I did play Five Nights at Freddy's, which... and that terrified the shit out of me. Thank you very much, Felly. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> what a treat. What a treat. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to have uh, post-traumatic stress disorder every time I try to pass by a Chuck E. Cheese. It's um. By the way, she described it wrong. She was like, "You have to watch the cameras, and you have to turn on the lights, and you have to close the doors to make sure the monsters don't get to you." And what she failed to mention is that there are only two doors, and they're on either side of the room that you're inside. And the same goes for the lights. So really, you have to monitor these creatures, and all you can do is fucking hit the panic room button when they're right on top of your neck. So you don't get a lot of time to respond. You only get a few seconds to handle these things. Now, did you did you beat it? Were you able to finish it? Uh, hell no! I I, <laughs> I, like, <laughs> I like that. that was a very emphatic answer. Absolutely not. You yeah. know what? I don't I don't think you really have to. I sometimes no, I don't really have. Not sometimes I feel like you need to beat a game before you really know. But I mean, if the game's goal is to be effective horror and it got you into your bones enough that you didn't even want to finish it, then there you go. There you go. That's why it has a 5 out of 5. Yes, that's why. That's actually why. I haven't really seen a a, a hard game like it, I have to say. it's it, it's It feels much different than it's, what I'm used to. It's very creative. It's a very, yeah. very creative concept and uh, definitely cool. Yeah. So, what about Danganronpa? Speaking, yeah, speaking of terrifying bear mascots, Welcome back to school, ladies and gentlemen. It's August 27th, 26th. So that means back to school sales are going on now and you're buying your school supplies. And sometimes you and your 15 other classmates get kidnapped and end up on a mysterious tropical island where an evil bear wants you to kill each other. Um, So that will be on the test. So take notes. That's a normal thing. But Danganronpa 2 is basically a lot like Danganronpa 1. Only certain things are different. So I guess the main difference happens in the class trials this time. Like a lot of the a lot of the investigation stuff is the same. You find a dead body. You have to uh, get the clues and try and figure out who did it. All that kind of stuff. Um, you've got your other classmates who are a ton of different quirky personalities. Um, you know they're called ultimates. Each 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 student is called an ultimate. Because they are the very best on in their field. So it's kind of like if you went to Enemy Slime and you're like, oh, okay, Jared is like the ultimate editor. That's what you would do. And and then you're like, Lucio is the ultimate financial analyst. And Jay is the ultimate drunk. Um, and- Tonight at least. <laughs> and no one is going to dispute that Doug, what do you want to be? I'm the silent partner. Doug is the ultimate silent partner. Doug is so. Doug is the uh, angel investor. So Doug is the ultimate angel investor. Um. So that's so that's kind of how it goes in Dangarop. Like, and it, and they don't really care what field you're in as long as you're the ultimate in it. So you could literally be the ultimate serial murderer. This was an actual character in the last game. They were the ultimate serial murderer, and it's like, oh, since you're the best serial murderer in Japan, you get to go to this school. Um, so that that's kind of how the rules apply. Not, so you know, jail, and not jail. No, no. I'm like, because in this game you have the ultimate yakuza. 
So that little shit gets to be in there. And um, just one of those things where, like, you know, they're, you're locked in there with them. <laughs> kind of right. deal, right? Yeah. It's yeah, all teenagers. So, so you could be like the ultimate racist. That's actually right? a good question. How, how old are these people supposed to be? Because, like, u- ultimate serial murderer is a pretty bold accomplishment at the age of like 17. They're, they're younger than that because they're freshmen. So the ultimate games. Yakuza is a teenager. <laughs> I take I mean, extreme you know, issue with that. The fast are young. No, I, well, they're not freshmen. They're like what what comes after freshmen, sophomore, right? So they're they're oh, sophomores okay. in each game because they they came in thinking they were freshmen and they lost like a year's worth of memories. But so, so it, it, it is a it is a high school, right? Because you could be a sophomore is, in college too. It, no, yeah, it's definitely a high school. It's called Hope's Peak Academy, and Hope's Peak. The point of Hope's Peak is that it's supposed to bring in the very best minds, not well, not the best minds, the very best kid in each field in Japan. Um, I, you know, so I don't know about you guys, but if I was the ultimate yakuza, I probably wouldn't go to school. <laughs> like I'd probably be done with school. Hey, hey, yeah. you have to educate yourself. Get educated. <laughs> exactly. So, what do we have? What? What? what what are the titles? We have the ultimate affluent prodigy. We have the ultimate gamer, um, the ultimate team manager, the ultimate swordswoman, ultimate chef, ultimate dancer, ultimate photojournalist, um, ultimate lucky student, ultimate musician, ultimate breeder, which I found very offensive at first until ultimate I found breeder? out. Ultimate breeder, but uh, it actually sure, are they talking animals. about dogs? Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, we're talking about animals. Um, which breeder, if you don't know, is an offensive term used for straight people. I don't appreciate it. Uh, it's the ultimate gymnast. <laughs> He's so straight. He's <laughs> I already said the ultimate Yakuza, the ultimate nurse, who, again, is a sophomore in high school. Um, the ultimate princess of a country and the ultimate mechanic. And then there's you. Um, in this game, you have an amnesia. So you don't remember what you're the ultimate of. I'm sure it'll come up as a plot point later on. Ooh, the ultimate um, amnesiac. That's the ultimate. You're the very no, best at being an amnesiac. I feel like we're getting a little lost in the topic here, but the point is these students are supposed to be the greatest hope for humanity. Because in Danganronpa, what Monokuma, the evil bear, wants to do is make sure you guys are always in despair. He's like, oh, you're the greatest hope. Only psych, not really. I'm going to depress the shit out of you by doing anything I can. Um, so that's how the games go. And the way this despair is encouraged is by trying to get the ultimates to murder one another. And like I said, what ha- what's make this makes this different from Battle Royale or the Hunger Games is um, they have to do it in a way that they can get away with it. So you never actually really know who the killer is. You can kind of get an inkling from your investigation, but it comes to light in the class trial when you have to figure out who the killer is. Now, the killer gets a very kind of ironic punishment that makes sure that they die at the end of the game, um, at the end of the trial. So it's a very kind of like ironic execution depending on what they are. So I'm making this up on the spot. So, you know, no one send me your hate mail, but let's say the ultimate gamer is the murderer. So they would tie her to maybe say a video game, um, an electric chair or whatever, and she beats the game. But it fries her senseless or something stupid like that. That's how that works. That's how the ironic punishments work. Um, you could say the ultimate mechanic will get pulled apart by monster trucks or whatever. So it's related to whatever their little thing is. Man, um, that's the most metal death ever. Oh my god, the ultimate amnesiac, everyone will just forget him. 
<laughs> you will die of loneliness because yeah. no one will remember you. No one that is pretty you. ironic. I called it right now. That's the end of the game. That's the end of the game. Um, and, and, and the end of the last Danganronpa at least took a, very, a couple of very bizarre turns. Um, it was definitely fucked up the way the story en- ended up. Um, I would say in the first game, you had four relatively straightforward trials like the murder plots are always very complex but getting from beginning to end is kind of straightforward of each trial uh but by the time you got to the fifth trial that's when shit got all topsy-turvy and you were playing the game a little different than you're used to so we'll see if the same thing happens in Naganropa too so the main changes are actually in the class trial i guess the other thing i want to say is the artwork i think has improved a little bit from the first game the graphics have improved a little bit uh, but for the most part, it's the same except for the class trials. And I think with visual novels and I think with investigation games like this, like Professor Layton and Ace Attorney and all that kind of stuff, um, it's kind of very straightforward and it's kind of very easy. It's very hard to screw up in these games. And in Danganronpa 1, it was actually pretty hard to screw up. Um, Danganronpa had a lot of kind of complicated different mini games in solving the class trial. But it eased you into each one, so you kind of knew what you were doing. In Danganronpa 2, that is not the case. Uh, you can screw up. I In the first trial, I came dangerously close to losing the game. Um, the mini-games are a lot harder. The trials are kind of a lot more difficult to solve. Um, and I actually like that. I like that I'm finally playing one of these types of games that's actually pretty hard. Um, so it's hard to describe... The, it's hard to describe... I, no, I can't describe all the changes. There's a ton of changes from one to two. And it still feels like the same game, but it feels like, I guess the best way I can put this is in Danganronpa 1, um, each trial they introduced you to a series of new mechanics. And by the time you got to trial four and trial five in Danganronpa 1, you began to feel a little overwhelmed. And part two feels like it picks up exactly where one left off. So it's now introducing even more shit. So if you're not a veteran of the first game, you're going to really kind of be um, trying to swim and break the surface here. Um, And the games are just kind of a lot more um, complex, and you really have to kind of figure out what you're doing right away. Now, the most interesting thing is called the something rebuttal Um, shit. The rebuttal showdown. So the rebuttal showdown is something that wasn't in Danganronpa 1. And in in Danganronpa 2, one of your classmates will basically go, oh, I disagree with your argument. You're a fucking dumbass, and here's why. And it will go into a showdown with that classmate, and they'll start arguing their points, and your job is to slash their points with your rebuttal. So I guess I should explain. Uh, I, I explained the truth bullets concept before. The truth bullet is when someone makes an argument and you shoot down their contradiction or whatever, and then you advance the trial. So your truth bullets turn into truth swords. It's a different weapon. And you have to constantly slash apart your opponent's argument. And at the exact right moment, you have to switch to the exact right sword. And you have to hit the exact right statement in order to end that rebuttal. And it can go in a constant back and forth where you guys fight. Uh, so it's, it's hard to explain in action, but it's actually really kind of um, exciting, I would say. It feels... Um, it's got it's got the feel of a fighting game without quite being one because you have to hit the right kind of uh, button sequences and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I think the only other interesting change is before we used the truth bullets solely to shoot down bad arguments. This time you also have to figure out when you agree with another student and select that argument and be like, oh yeah, that sounds right. I'm going to agree with this person. 
Um, and that is what does it. But I think, yeah, it's it's just harder than the last game. It's You're going to have a more difficult time. And your reflexes need to be spot on for this one. So with your experience so far, would you say that you're enjoying it more than the previous game? Um... That's hard to say. I've really had to see kind of where the story goes. I think they're doing a lot. I think they're having a lot more fun with it. I'll put it that way. I think the first game did its best to really kind of depress you whenever it could. So it's like, okay, things are getting more lighthearted. Things are getting more lighthearted. Oh, here's a massively depressing moment. Well, that feels bad. Um, things are getting more lighthearted, etc. And in this game, I think they're having kind of a lot more kind of fun with it because it's a kind of over-the-top setting. It's like, here are these students that have the most bizarre fucking job titles in the world um and they're being threatened by like an evil teddy bear let's have some more fun with it so there's uh giant robots there's magical girls that have to fight the giant robots uh there's a lot more fourth wall breaking in the middle of the first trial the game just ended and it said okay you can now try and guess who the killer is but if you guess wrong we'll delete your game says but if you guess right we'll give you 10 billion dollars so it's like Dumb stuff like that. Like if you play the earlier Metal Gears, it feels kind of like that, where it would just take a, take a break to be a little bit more um, kind of out there and wacky. And I do like that. I do like that it's not taking itself as seriously as the first game. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you go look up the characters for Danganronpa, you're like, look at these characters designed. Why should it take itself that seriously? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I think it looks. Uh, I think it looks really cool. Yeah. I still haven't gotten around to playing the first one, but at some point I will, because it actually seems like a pretty neat game. Yeah, it's definitely, um, you know, talking about, like, like Freddy games that feel different, this one definitely feels different from your typical visual novel or investigation-type game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Good yeah, it's worth looking at. All right, well, there you go, worth looking at. Um, well, I think that, uh, for the most part, that pretty much does us in, right? Uh I'll, I'll, of course, be back next week with pro- probably a shit ton to say about PAX, um, I, I imagine. I don't know. Maybe I'll get to PAX and it'll be really uninteresting and I'll have nothing to say. I guess we'll find out. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, contact us in any way, you can shoot us an email, contact at enemyslime.com. If you want to follow us while we're at PAX and check our coverage, you should definitely follow us on Twitter. It's uh, it's the Enemy Slime. That's also where you could find us on Facebook. You should subscribe to our podcast so that you can enjoy these glorious, glorious hour-long entries into your life. And um, anybody got anything else? That's it. Diarrhea. Diarrhea. There you go. And with that, we're out. <laughs>